right, welcome everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today. We will get started in just a minute. I'm not sure people have started to, to come in, but if you are here live, feel free to introduce yourself in the chat. Let us know where you're watching from. Um, it's always fun to see how far afield people come. You know, we we're talking before we started and, you know, we've had people Ireland, Budapest, Spain, England. So, um, so yeah, um, it's kind of fun to see see where people come in from. Oh, awesome! Asia. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Glad to have you here. All right. So, hi, I'm Lisa Shaughnessy. I'm the host of the Writing Retreat Sampler Virtual Events, and welcome to Season One, Episode Seven, with Andy Combo and Caroline Topperman. And they're the co-hosts of the Niagara on the Lake Writing Retreat that we're going to hear more about. Um, but thank you both for being here with us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to yeah. be here. Very excited. Let me just pull up what we're going to be going through today so we can get a lot of good visuals um, about the retreat and, you know, what's going on. So before we do get to the interview and all of that, I just want to go over just a few housekeeping items. The chat box, which it looks like people have found, um, are in is up in the you know, the right top right with the two speech bubbles and it'll be open during the presentation. We won't stop to answer any questions, but, you know, feel free to put them in the chat and so you don't forget them later. And what we'll do is when we get to the end and we do the Q&A, we'll use, if we have enough people, we use the Q&A function, which is just below the chat symbol. And I like using that because we can bring people up on stage and we can see their face and listen to them while they ask their question. But we'll get to that at the end. So if you're looking for a fun writing retreat with some surprises, you are going to love this episode. So before we get started, if you, um, I guess we'll start with, start with Caroline. We'd love to hear a bit about each of you. So tell us more. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you can see, um, I'm a writer. I started off as a blogger, actually. Um, I'm also trained in script doctoring. I have a degree in screenwriting, although I don't work on scripts right now. Um, <laughs> And I'm also a book coach. Um, and before we go to Andy, who is amazing, I want to also add that we do have a third person running this retreat as well, Susan Scott, who is in the chat. So hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's definitely worth looking up. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. And I'm Andy Cumbo. I'm a writer, editor, publishing coach, like Asset says. Um, I write as ACF Bookins, I write cozy mysteries, and then I write some fantasy stuff, and then I write books for writers, and um, I do most of my things self-published, So I, uh, but I have traditionally published, and so I'm the one that has the expertise in the publishing side of things, and Caroline has tons of expertise in the writing side of things, although we both know both, so we're kind of... <laughs> And we like each other, so we're kind of fun to play, you know, hang out. Oh, that's with. important. <laughs> and I like that, that you guys compliment each other. You know, you both have the strengths in the same places, but there's that complimentary so that, um, you know, it just it just works really well together. Yeah. yeah. 
We agree. <laughs> <laughs> you would. So I know writing retreats have a huge impact on writers, you know, reaching their goals. What would you tell someone who asks why they should attend one? Yeah, I, I would say first, probably it's what we have here, space to focus just on your writing. I don't, I'm a mom. I have a five-year-old. I run this business with Caroline. I'm publishing my own books. I'm a publicist for a winery. I do historical research. And so like my brain is always going about 2000 directions at the same time. But when I go to retreats, it's just about the writing and the life of a writer. And that feels freeing and refreshing and slows down the overwhelm a little bit. So yeah, I, you're busier than most people I know, but I think all of us have that in our lives, right? I mean, you know, we don't just sit, we're not just lumped sitting here. We've got so much going on. So I, I love that it, they do allow for that space where all you have to do is focus on your writing. That's right. Um, and also the unique part of ours, which we will talk about as we go along, is that we're also gearing our writing. It's not just a writing retreat it's really a retreat for writers so that writers can get together um, and really focus on each other and their own um, their just how they want to work as well so I, I know sometimes I go to a retreat and I don't write and then I feel bad and I beat myself up about not writing and so what we're kind of trying to do with this one too is to make it a little bit more as a choose your own adventure where you can spend time writing or spend time talking to other writers. Oh, so okay. Double, I like a little bit of double duty there. Yeah. I like that distinction. Well, that leads us right into this one. Um, so yeah. So let's talk about this. Why do you think it's so important to introduce, introduce writers to other writers? We hinted about that a little, but I'd like to hear more, um, more on this. Writing is not solitary work and you need to talk to other writers. You, you're, that's how you get experience. That's how you get inspiration. That's how you get better at writing. So um, it's just, you can't be on your own all the time. And I know a lot of writers are introverted and a lot of writers are, you know, they just like, yeah, same here, you know, and, and a lot of writers like to just kind of hole up in their, in their space and just work on what they're working on. But there's a bigger and wider world out there that writers have to be aware of. And a lot of publishing also is, about making connections. It's about who you know, and you just can't do that alone, unfortunately. I'm sorry, all the introverts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Caroline, it's interesting that you brought that up because as many writing retreat hosts as I've interviewed, which up to now in just the past eight months, 20, 25, I don't know, like quite a few, I think you're the first person who has mentioned that, that writing retreats are also a great way to make those connections in the writing world because you don't never know who knows who, right? Or even if it, if it's not even a huge somebody they know, but it's like somebody local or somebody with like maybe a small press or I don't know, something, but that's interesting. I've, I've never had anybody bring that up. So I'm really glad you did. I actually, yeah, that's how I, oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Carol. Both of us. 
this is what's going to happen this whole time. That's okay. um, this is this is exactly how, for example, um, I met my mentor, Susan, who will also be running the retreat with us, is I met her at a writing retreat and I approached her after and I was I just knew that I needed to work with this person. And um, I may have done some very innocent stalking to get her to pay attention to me but um it just you know it worked out for both of us I think so it's it's that it's about making those connections making building those relationships yeah what do you got Andy well I was just thinking that last Friday at this place I do publicity for a woman I met at a writing retreat was the reader for an event they had. And I got to do all the press for her. So I got to write up the article for her. And because I knew her personally, I'd had tea at her dining room table. I could like talk about her in a richer way than I would have been able to just, you know, if I just knew her from what she said in an email, for example. So that kind of connection is just really important. I mean, it gets, it's also supportive. Like it's just nice to have writers when you have a bad day to reach out to and sort of say, this really sucked or, Hey, I got some great news and know that they're going to be either sad or excited for you as appropriate. At least right. Hope so. Right. And <laughs> understanding because they've been through the same thing. So um, yeah, no, I, I, I love that. Um, so another part of, you know, a writing retreat is, is those are great too, but you know, they also help you improve your craft. They help you improve your writing in a shorter amount of time. Um, so we will talk more about your retreat, but I'm interested when you guys put this together, you know, provides training and a workshopping and writing. What, do you offer this during your retreat as well? What kind of um, training or workshops do you do, if any? Yeah, because we focus on the writers as opposed to necessarily just the writing, you know, people having space to write, we're going to do some workshops at our retreat. We, I love that's the part of the retreat I usually love the most. Um, maybe it's because I'm introverted and it's hard for me to make small talk. We can just pass that off. But um, but we also are going to do a workshop at our retreat so people can bring their own work and have a very coordinated, focused session where they get feedback on something they're working on that will hopefully help them improve not only that piece, but their larger works as well. Um, and that experience of workshopping is really good because it helps you improve your work, but also helps you know how to talk about writing, which helps you with your work, but also helps you as a reader, helps you as a community member. So it's, it's a really important part of our workshop, our retreat, I should say. Okay. Um, so is it just the one workshop you have? I know we'll get into this, but now you have me curious more about your workshop. Um, is it one in the, in, the re in the retreat itself, or do you have several, or how, how is that going to work for you? Caroline, you want to follow up? Uh, we're actually going to have three workshops, one each day. Um, so there'll be different workshops just on craft, on actually workshopping pieces. Um, and then we're also going to have a special section just about um, publishing in general, the different streams of publishing and what's best for each writer. So we're trying to give the everybody a very well-rounded um, grouping of workshops, but not so much that it's overwhelming. So people still have the time to go and work on their own work or read or discover the area, which is a big part of it because it's, you know, part of the inspiration for what people might be working on. Right. But yeah, we will, we're, we're definitely focusing on one workshop a day when people. Okay. Excellent. 
So now a lot of times when writers come to a writing or they decide to attend a writing retreat, especially if they haven't been before, they're not sure what to bring, right? They're like, do I pack as if I'm going on vacation? Do I pack as if I'm just, you know, a writer in monk time? I bring very few things with me. <laughs> like, like, what am I supposed to bring? So I always ask this because I really want to help writers feel more prepared to come to writing retreats. So what would you suggest that writers bring to, you know, either your retreat and retreats in general? I mean, I guess it, it depends. The first thing to do, I would just recommend to any writer doing a retreat is where are you going? Because if we're, you know, if we're going to Southern Italy, we're going to pack differently than to Southern Ontario, which is our where our retreat is in November. Um, but <laughs> so just, you know, keep that in mind, weather in mind. Although I will say for everybody watching, it should actually still be quite warm at that time. Um, so I, the, the thing to bring though really is be comfortable. That that's, that's the, that's the first and foremost thing is just wear whatever you feel comfortable in because you want to be in, you want to have everything um, with you that makes you feel good about yourself. And that's what's going to give you the confidence to participate in the retreat. And instead of, you know, I don't just always missing something or being, it'll help you from being frazzled too. So what we have here, of course, is bring a computer, bring your laptop or your pad, um, like iPad or whatever you work on. Tablet. Tablet, that's it. Thank you. Um <laughs> And you can, you know, pen, paper, any anything like that that you so you can take notes and ideas. I actually always have a voice recorder with me too, because um, sometimes if I'm out and about, I'll just record my voice. That's just on my phone though. So bring your phone. Don't forget chargers and things like that. Like you definitely don't want to get stuck without a charger. Um, and then past that, whatever you're comfortable being in. Um, our retreat specifically, we are going to have uh, at least one dinner at a vineyard so nothing very fancy but you know maybe you don't want to go in your sweats um and we are also a little bit of a um jumping ahead a little bit but we're doing a ghost tour as well so that'll be in the evening and it's a rain or shine event so you know we'll just have to really watch the weather and make sure that everybody has umbrellas or raincoats if if it is raining or but um yeah i would just say don't pack too many things but you're also kind of going to a, in, in our case you're going to a hotel so who cares how much you bring with you you know who cares if you overpack <laughs> for all the overpackers out there it's fine no, <laughs> nobody's judging you just bring whatever you need to bring to right that's better to bring too much and not need it than mm -hmm. not bring what you need so uh, yeah and we'll get into location um in a bit yeah. too because i want to find out more like what's around there and what people can do but sticking on this theme um you know i i like it when the writer retreat hosts talk about not just the tangible things to bring, but also those intangible, like you have here, you know, open mind, stalwart heart, courageous spirit, which I just think are so important when you are, you know, creating, right? You're creating and, and you want to have all these. So, but what do you mean specifically by these? Um, we'll start with Andy on this. Yeah, an open mind, it's like the writer's best tool, right? Like to not go in, not to go into a retreat or actually any experience thinking you already know what you're going to get out of it. Like, so kind of coming in and saying, I'm ready to take in whatever 
comes to me. And, and I would also say in that mind, like if you walk away from any retreat with one or two really great things to implement or understand, count it great. You don't have to like walk away, you know, with your MFA's worth of information from three days. Like that's just not possible, right? So get a couple good things and count that good. And then a stalwart heart, I mean, we all know what it's like to get criticism, right? And particularly if you're doing workshopping on your own work, you just got to come prepared and strong so that you can take the criticism and the critique in the way it's intended, which is to be helpful, right? As opposed to being hurt by it. And if you're hurt by it, that I always get hurt. You just come prepared to deal with that, you know, as emotionally you need to. And then just to be courageous, right? You're going to have to put your work out in the world. We're having a voluntary open mic night. Maybe you want to read. Um, come be, be brave or come ready to say like what scares you about what you write and come ready to say, you know, what's your big writing dream and what are you willing to do to get there? So just kind of that the best of you bring it, but also know that if the best of you isn't there every minute, it, the best of us is also not going to be there every minute and that's okay. Right. Just be yourself. Yeah. I like that. Do you have anything to add Caroline? I wasn't sure if you were. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I, I really like what Andy said. Um, yeah. I always have, I always have a philosophy that when I go to things like this, so I, I grew up extremely shy, wouldn't talk to anybody always just in the corner but I've sort of adopted a new philosophy for myself that if I am paying money to go somewhere, I'm going to get the most out of it that I can. And if I go even to those giant retreats where you have, or they're not even retreats or like conferences, I will walk up to people and introduce myself. And honestly, that has never failed that I have always gotten something out of that. I've always made a new connection. I have always, it has always taken me one step further. So that's something I think to keep in mind if you're, if you're going to something like this. And for example, our retreat, it's a small group of people. So it's going to be a very comfortable space. You know, there's not, there aren't like 3000 writers and it's not overwhelming. We're all going to be sitting in the same space and sharing, you know, a table for meals. Um, so it's much easier in ours, but that's just something worth throwing out there, I think. Yeah. How many people are you, um, how many spaces do you have for your retreat? We have 18 total. So we okay. have eight left. We've had okay. 10 gone and eight spaces left. Excellent. Excellent. I think we kind of covered this, the shoes, the clothes, um, yeah. the blanket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blankets are good. Yeah, bring your snuggie. <laughs> That's where you can bring your snuggie. <laughs> that should be a requirement. We can all be in our snuggie. Yeah. All wrapped up in there. Um, okay. So I think we, yeah. Yeah. Hello, books. Yeah. You know, if anything you want to do. Um, yeah. I don't think we have to belabor this too much. But yeah. No, I, I like it, though, that you put that out there, right? Because people, you know, should I should I bring my pillow? Should I, you know, slippers? Can I just walk around in my slippers? Or, you know, so I'm glad you put it out there so people know, hey, like you said before, bring what you want to bring. <laughs> and our That's specific right. retreat too, um, it's all based in one spot, in one hotel. So you can literally keep your pajamas on and walk downstairs in the morning for breakfast and spend the whole day in your pajamas should you choose. And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, all of that is it'll be so easy there. You don't, uh, 
for most people, they won't even have to go outside. And the people that are, we have two spots, but they are so close that you can literally like a stone's throw, literally. So it, you know, you can cross the street in your pajamas. No one's going to notice. It's on a small side street. It, you're fine. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to head up there. Um, so let's talk about your writing retreat now. This is my favorite part. I mean, I love the stuff that helps the writers do, but I love just hearing about these amazing retreats. So give us more information, like where are you holding it? Um, the location, like the city, town, and also the, the venue. Niagara-on-the-Lake is a magical spot in southern Ontario, and it's actually, it borders with the U.S., so there are spots, and there is just a two-minute walk from our retreat. Um, you will be able to stand on one side of the lake, the river, sorry, and see the United States. So that's a big part of it, because I'm in Canada, and Andy is in the U.S. We also wanted to find a place that complements both places and Niagara on the lake it it has a huge history in it so it's it's wine country for Ontario so there's it's surrounded by vineyards um, it's surrounded by fruit farms for example as well it is um, a huge arts destination in Ontario there's a huge theater culture in fact the people who are running the tour are going they're all actors it, like they're they're all writers and actors so it literally whoever you meet there will be probably have some their 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 some relation to a, an actor or a writer or something so, so it's a very creative place it's a very creative place there's it's filled with galleries um there's you know great bookstore there it's it's just a, it's a wonderful spot there are times in the summer we chose the fall um, for this very reason, but there are times in the summer where you're having a hard time walking across the street because it's so busy with people. Um, but also the other part that we love too is it's steeped in history. The War of 1812, anybody you know, heard of that? Really? So, um, oh. Yeah, it's actually, that's the Battle of Niagara. I mean, it's you can look it up. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to give a huge uh, history lesson. And actually the South Landing Inn where we're hosting it is from that time. And over the years, it was, I think it was like a women's center where they made clothing. Um, it was, it's, it's, it's had a lot of different um, lives, I would say, hmm. but it is, and I think if I'm getting this right, and I should have double checked, and I'm sorry, but um, I think it's one, it's the oldest standing in um, of its kind in, in Niagara on the Lake. So it's also where um, the river meets the lake. So it just has all these wonderful properties that are really inspiring. And I know every time I go there, I just have so many more ideas for things that I want to work on. Wow. Okay. And, and Susan is adding in, there's a lot of indigenous history and in that yes. this was one of the Northern terminuses for the underground railroad. So for those of us yes. in the U S okay. this That's is right. where a lot of, um, enslaved people who left ended up so for me that's huge I'm a slave historian so it's cool to be on that end of things oh, oh okay wow that is much more fascinating than I was expecting <laughs> it just looks like a cool place a yeah we chose yeah. it for a reason definitely oh. and the Shaw Festival that's that's the huge huge festival as well so worth looking up 
if you're okay. not familiar with these things. So I know this is your first retreat, but I'm going to put it out there. You have to do another one next year. I, <laughs> so I can okay, we'll try. Okay. We'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have the dates here. It's coming up in November. Um, is there a deadline to set, sign up or um, do you have like a registration close date? Yeah, we're closing registration at the end of September, just so we okay. have enough time to plan and make sure we have all that we're giving goodie bags, you know, we want to make sure we have everything together. So and just incidentally, in case anybody cares, Caroline's birthday is the weekend before the retreat. And my birthday is the weekend of the retreat. So it's like an auspicious time of year. So. Yeah, very celebratory. Um, and we okay. should also, and thank you everybody with those like cheering emojis there, but um, <laughs> we should also <laughs> add that as part of the retreat, um, and this is if, if somebody does decide to join, we have it on our website that you absolutely have to call the hotel to book your room. Like do not go through a third party because one of the things the hotel is offering us is an extra night for free. So if you oh. decide to come up, you can come up a day early or stay a day later, that's completely up to you. And they will, they'll arrange that. So you will have a full day, a full night uh, to just do your own thing as well, which is just an extra bonus. Oh, wow, that is very generous. Yeah. Um, so is how, how big is the hotel? Are, are you, I guess you're not taking up all the rooms or are you taking up the rooms? Like, like help me. Yeah, we will be Help me see the, the hotel. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll be the only people in the South Landing Inn. That'll be our space. Oh. And then there is an additional hotel that this same family owns, just like Caroline said, just down the way, where we have extra rooms. So it's going to be mostly just us in this little side street mm -hmm. taking over for the riders. Oh, that's Quite. fantastic. <laughs> so what are the accommodations like? What are the rooms like? I'm assuming this is one of them. Um, yeah. Are they all? So this is the South Landing Inn. Um, which is actually sold out. Um, but so they have the Persian rugs. That's their big thing. They have the Persian rugs and it's all very vintage feeling, but with modern amenities. That was their, <laughs> that's what, that's one of the things they really focused on. You're going to have a great mattress. You're going to have a big TV in your room and you're going to have an updated bathroom. And the, I, I don't know, those are the things I usually look for. I, the TV secondary, but I need that clean modern bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what that's how every room is each room has big windows but they do have these fun vintage touches like some of the rooms have like vintage writing desks um and the the kent which is the the other one is it's it's wonderful too it has a it's a little bit more of that boho chic kind of feeling place but some of the rooms have sitting areas the rooms come with a small fridge at the kent you have um Everybody has an espresso machine in their room um, and they have, some of them have electric fireplaces as well, should the weather dictate. Um, but <laughs> same thing, updated, updated amenities in the room. Um, the hotel has a kitchen in downstairs. So there'll be a fridge that everybody can um, share. So we are actually encouraging people, if you have snacks that you want to bring, we'll, we'll be providing snacks and things as well. But if you have snacks, please bring them. There is a place for them. There'll be coffee and tea throughout the day. Um, all of that is available. We have access to an oven as well if needed. So it's, although we're a few minutes from the village, from Niagara on the lake, 
maybe it's not a village, a little <laughs> town. Um, we're just a few minutes away from there, but at the same time, we'll also be self-sufficient where we are. Okay, so I have just two questions then. What's the closest airport and or train station for people to come into? What, how will people get there? So um, you're, if you're coming from the States, your best bet is to come to land in Buffalo, I think, and then just get a car and drive across. Because like I said, you can literally see the bridge. I think there's a picture somewhere later on in the slideshow where you can see the bridge where you, you cross over um, from the States. So that that's probably the easiest way or take a bus. Um, or the other one would be uh, Toronto International, but that's going to be a longer drive. That'll probably be about, a, I think it's an hour and a half drive, an hour and 40 minutes, but that's also a huge international airport. Um, so that always has a bad reputation of being <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it's, Pearson is that if you're coming in from um, Canada, probably most people are just landing in Pearson and driving over. And if you're coming from the States, I would, I personally would do Buffalo and then okay. just take a bus across or something. And, okay. and just everybody be clear. We shouldn't have to, I don't think we have to say this, but if you're coming from out of Canada, you need to make sure your passport is yes. good to go. Yes. So make sure and, and do that now if you're coming, because it might take you a while to get it. So. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we do have the, we do, we did put in our FAQ on the website. We do actually have, um, the closest airports and closest and how to get there as well. So, okay. Excellent. Yeah, you excellent. don't memorize what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned the kitchen and the food. So, um, you're providing breakfast, lunch, like I know you said meals, um, you, you're going to do a couple out, but how are you providing meals, other meals during the day? So breakfast is provided as part of the retreat for everybody that's in the South Landing Inn. And then um, we will do dinner the first night. And then we will, um, we kind of expect that we'll, everybody will gather in groups and go out to dinners and, or bring lunches and stuff. We will have enough snacks that if you don't really want to buy a lunch somewhere, you're, you can make it on what we have for you. But then dinners, I don't know, that's what we've always done. I've always done at retreats is that people gather in groups and I mean, maybe we become a giant group of 21 and we go somewhere every night, but, um, but maybe people will just want to go out with three or four people they've met and get, you know, that more intimate conversation. But aside from the first night's dinner, everything else is sort of a la carte for the participants. Okay. Yes. And honestly, there are so many vineyards around every vineyard pretty much has its own restaurant. Um, there's a lot of the farm to table restaurants around as well. Like I would, I would I would really encourage people to go and discover the area. It's, yeah. it's definitely worth it. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So I like this. It looks like you're welcoming all kinds of writers. Um, you know, some retreats really hone in and specify specific either genre or types of writers or something like that. But, but you opened it up. What, what went into that decision? I don't, we don't like divisions. That's sort of part of our philosophy of the world. <laughs> Susan was just talking about that with us this morning. Um, we kind of like bridging gaps, right? So international, Canada, US, um, traditional publishing, hybrid publishing, self-publishing. So we kind of, we don't want to eliminate anybody because they write a genre that we don't write or that other people don't write. So the only thing, the only kind of requirement we have is that you be professionally committed to your work. That doesn't mean you have to be doing it for a living by any means, but just that you are going to come with a, a mindset that this is a group of professionals you're gathering with. 
Um, and beyond that, everybody come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, and the people that have signed up so far, has it been like experience levels run the gamut? I mean, I don't know if you've really dug that in deeply into who's signed up yet, but um, do you feel like you're getting that kind of really good spectrum? We actually do have a questionnaire that we sent out when people sign up. So um, we would get an idea of who's coming and where they're at and also what they hope to get from the retreat so that we can be as accommodating as possible to everybody. And especially when we put people together in groups for um, the writing critiques, we want to match people up that we think would be a good fit for each other. Um, so, and we do actually have, you know, I, I know somebody who she's working, she's a beautiful writer and she's working on her first novel. Um, and I know somebody else who I think she hasn't been published really before, um, but she writes, I, I don't even know how, like, I don't even know how she manages to write as much as she does. So I think that there's a, there's a nice range of people. Okay. Yeah, oh, we have some experienced idea. folks and others not. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, to do that that survey ahead of time to really get a so before you even hit the ground, before you even get there, you were already in your mind, you know, kind of have some things set up. So oh great idea. Yeah. So I want to dig in a little bit to this, um, you know, how you encourage writers. Um, you know, can you expand on some of these points? I mean they're their face value, right? I understand that. But kind of what were you thinking when when you were putting this together? Because I know it's part of your philosophy and your values. And, and I want everybody to yeah. hear, you know, hear from you, your, your philosophy and values. Yeah. yeah, we don't believe in one size fits all writing advice. Like we don't think everything works for everyone. I don't think I personally don't think anything works for anyone their whole life either. You know, they're some people are really good with self-publishing. Some people are great with traditional publishing. So I'm with self-published. Now I'm moving into traditional, you know, depends on what your life is at a moment, what works for you and how you can commit to your writing life. You know, if you have four young children and they wake you up at 5 a.m., that old adage about getting up at 5 a.m. to write just is not going to work for you at that point. Like that's not going to happen. So you got to kind of be flexible. So that's that first one that we want to help you think about your writing and your life as it is right now and what will work best for you. Yeah. And the second one, the hierarchies in the literary world. So we know they exist. We know it's there, but we don't agree with it necessarily. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, Things are changing constantly in the literary world. It's so hard to keep up. I feel like every time I turn on the news, somebody's bought somebody out, something else is different. Um, you know, Andy and I talk to people all the time who have written beautiful things and can't get published traditionally. And so, and it, in the end, it, it makes people feel bad and we don't want to do that. We are pushing people to be the best writers they can be. And, um, you know, like I, for example, take courses constantly just to make myself a better writer. And I, I, I work really hard at it. Um, and so that's the, that's, that's sort of what we're looking at more than um, how you were published. Like if you've written something really good, it's really good. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that sounds really basic when I say right. it that way. Validation but... doesn't come from the act of being published. It, and it, it, it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't. So, um, yeah, I just think that that's, 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 one of, that's one of the things that we really like to focus on is just you being the best writer you can be. Yeah. And then we also get told all the time that we don't pull any punches, but at least we're nice about it. So um, that's what that last one is. Like, we're not going to, we don't, we don't sugarcoat things. We don't pretend that writing or publishing are easy, or there's just some sort of like magical formula that you're going to do. And suddenly you're going to be on the New York times bestsellers list. We just don't, we don't think that's helpful. And we don't believe that. I know. Shocker. Um, But we do believe in, being kind and supportive and we really don't think of writing as a competitive thing. So we really want to be truthful, but we also want people to know we're like 100% behind them and how they want to move through this world. Yeah. Everybody has their own story and it's theirs. It's unique. And I just think that you guys helping people get it out there is, you know, just, just what we need. We need more of that. So now we're talking about those fun extras that we hinted at. Looking at these, it's just, I love it. It's amazing. You guys are doing so much. But why don't, like each of you, kind of like you before, just take a bullet point and each of you tell us more about, about these. Sure, okay, I'm going to do Annie. one in four. Okay, perfect. Okay, let me do one because I like, okay. I'm the ghost person. Okay. Um, I mean, we're both ghost people. <laughs> but we're so excited because there's this great historic ghost tour, right? So... I mean, whether you believe in ghosts or not is kind of irrelevant. These tours are such a good way to like get to know the stories of a place and we're story people, right? So we're super excited about the ghost tour. It's included as part of the retreat. There's no extra charge for it. So, and it's our own tour group, like which just gonna be us and these actors. And I think there are costumes involved. Not, I'm not wearing a costume. You are welcome to wear one if you wish, but I'm not. But the actors will be in them. So it's gonna be super fun. I've done the tour. It's fantastic. Um, like highly entertaining. And I will, I would do it again, basically. Um, the antique printing shop. So it's actually right around the corner from the hotels. And it, it was a, it's an old, they have old presses there that are actually all up and running. There are currently people who are restoring them and using them. So, and it's, it's a, it's the small museum and it's the Mackenzie press and they used to publish things from both the U S and Canada. So again, bridging those, uh, bridging those gaps. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just a wonderful place. So we were arranging, we're in the process of arranging um, a private tour because it will actually be already closed for the season. So they are, they are going to specially let us in to take a look. Oh, nice. And Caroline, can you tell them about the guest reader? Since you know, I can. She's fabulous. <laughs> She's a professor. I'm not going to give her name up yet, just yet, though. Okay. She's a <laughs> professor at uh, Laurier University in Ontario, and this is her second book. And it actually doesn't come out yet for another week or two after our retreat. But she has gotten special permission from her publisher to sort of kick off her press tour by coming and doing a reading at our retreat. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys are really and, getting and like be- a lot of special, like people oh, yeah. are, I think that's awesome that they, you know, people are opening up like doors and giving you discounts and just, um, this yeah. is how it's done, right? Yeah, this is, this right? is building that community. And yeah. 
even the owners of the or the woman who runs the the South Landing Inn when we came to her she was so excited about hosting us there so everybody everybody's just really excited about it that's awesome yeah, amazing and then we're having open mic if people want to participate it's not mandatory but it's a chance to hear other people's work and and practice you know performing in front of other people reading out loud is performance right so um and and caroline i or susan we will draw straws one of us will also participate in the open mic now that i've said that i'm sure it's going to be me <laughs> so <laughs> but we'll uh yeah it'll be a great chance to kind of get to know each other's work in a really low-key no pressure situation yeah but it's also a good um but it's also a just a really good tool to have because as a writer I hate to break it to you you're probably going to be meeting and talking to people and doing these kinds of things helps yeah and yeah. when you read your own work, you hear things that you wouldn't have heard otherwise. If you're just reading it to yourself, you your mind kind of maybe skips over some spots. But if you have to actually read it, you're going to hear things. So I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so many people, you know, they want to have a better idea of how a writing retreat is structured before signing up for one, because as we know, as many types of writing retreats as they are, they're, they're all different. Everybody kind of structures it different. It has different activities. So take us through like the first day of your retreat so people get a feel for that. Yeah, Caroline, you want to do that? You want me to do it? You can do it. <laughs> so the goal is that first day that we all get to know one another. So everybody will come in and register. We're going to have a meal together that first night. We're going to um, hang out and just relax and talk and do all kinds of things. And our whole schedule, by the way, is on the retreat. That's actually where I'm pulling up while I'm sitting right here. So I make sure I don't miss anything. And then that first day, we'll also do um, a workshop. I'll lead a workshop on myth busting, like on mindset stuff, on sort of like the rules that we limit ourselves with and how we kind of break those down. Um, and then there'll be some free time. We tried to build in a lot of free time. Um, I'll be using it to nap. You can use it however you want. You can write. <laughs> you can take a walk. You can shop, whatever, sit around, talk. And then there'll be, um, Susan's going to lead a workshop that evening on 10 bad habits that you should break. So she's going to talk about that. And then we'll do dinner. And then the ghost walk is that night. So it's like an entire time just devoted to getting ourselves in the right headspace, getting to know one another, kind of being together. So. And each day Caroline? we'll start, yeah, and each day, I just want to say, like, each day we'll, we have breakfast downstairs so you can come. I mean, you can do your own thing, too, if you want to, but breakfast will be there. Um, and we're going to start each day with sort of a, a writing prompt, visual writing prompt, just to get people's brains into that creative mode. Um, and this will just, you know, it'll be a half an hour just to sit and kind of get you, get yourself going. Um just so we're all sort of focusing on writing. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been fantastic. I love to, I've known quite a bit about your treat, but I loved hearing more about it, like all in one place and how it's all going to unfold. Um, before we wrap though, what do you recommend your, who, uh, your, what do you recommend after your guests return, you know, after they get home and real life kicks in, how, how do you get them to keep that momentum going? What do you suggest? Yeah. Well, we're going to I mean, do a couple things. We're going to close out the retreat with a 
closing conversation where we're going to ask people to kind of set some goals for themselves. So that's, and we're the, so our hope is when they leave, they have sort of a thrust and a momentum going towards something that they want to accomplish. Yeah. And we definitely recommend to, you, you never know who you're going to meet at these things, right? We're coming in with that open mind. So try to stay in touch with people because you never know if the people that you meet at a retreat might not become your next writing community, your next cohort. Um, so, you know, think of it that way too, that you're not just coming in, even people won't, not everybody will know each other. Some people will, I don't, I don't know, like most of the people coming, you know, but I'm hoping that I meet some new writing friends and some people that can help me in my journey. And hopefully I can help them in their journey as well. So it's that, you know, that idea really of coming in with that open mind for that. Um, and then, I mean, stick to your goals. It's, you know, life will hit you when you get home, right? Life, life will come back full force. We know that, but try to ca carve out even, even if you're not writing every day. Um, I know that that's a whole separate conversation. Should you write every day? But, um, even if you're not doing that, I don't, um, you can still be thinking about it. You can still be planning and dreaming about it. And I think that that is sometimes just as important as actually writing. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, thank you, Andy and Caroline, so much for taking the time to be here today and sharing your Niagara on the Lake writing retreat with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having yeah. us. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Okay, so I know I always love talking with you guys. It's always a good conversation. Um, so you have, you know, your links and stuff up here. But um, for anybody who's just listening, because I do have a audio only, um, where can people find out more about you and the writing retreat? Sure. Our, writing, our website is mountainash.press. So you can just go there. And uh, Jordan just threw it in the chat. Is she on it? Um, and the writing retreat, there's just a whole on the menu. You'll see it's just right there. Everything's there. The registration link is there. The schedule, everything's there. And then we're on Facebook as Mountain Ash Press. We're on Instagram as Mountain Ash Press. And as of like two days ago, we're on YouTube as Mountain Ash Press. So you can awesome. <laughs> and I mean, if anybody has any questions that weren't covered, I think uh, pretty much everything is on the website. But you can always email us um, at info at mountainash.press. And that email goes to both Andy and me. So we, we will respond. Um, we're actually very good at responding to emails. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay. Lisa put her glasses on, so I'm gonna do I know the same that, thing. So I can see. I don't want to glare like, <laughs> now I'm serious. The glasses are on. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I want to see the chat and everything now that we're done presenting. Um, but for now, we're going to move to the Q&A uh, part. And, you know, if, if you want to use the Q&A function, um, feel free, because that way, if you want to come up on stage, if you want to open your video and your audio, then you can ask the question itself. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to scroll through the... Um, I'm going to go. Oh, oh, is, do we have a good exchange rate? I saw Susan's. Oh, yeah, we do. And so if you're yeah, coming up from the US, I was thinking about that. If you're coming up from the US, I think it's like 35% right now. So, you know, it's basically free. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like it. See Caroline for your refund. Please <laughs> don't. She's speaking for the Canadian government here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and actually, in, in because Niagara on the Lake is on the border, though, um, all the shops and places are very happy to deal with American uh, credit cards and American dollars. So oh, they take American dollars. Okay. I think some of them do for sure. Okay. Um, okay. But the, but yeah, it's not, um, it's very open to that because there, there are actually a lot of American people coming up to, to the um, Niagara on the Lake. Oh, okay. Okay. I just saw Jordan. I know uh, teenage Jordan's dream retreat. I, I, I feel you like, I think I would, have always loved to to attend this one. I'm a, I'm a big history person too, um, so I love anything historical. I I write cozy mysteries, and they tend to be historical, even though I don't mean for them to. <laughs> they just I end up doing that. So I'm I'm right there's, there with you. There's a whole historical walk that you can take actually, um, with you know with those markers where you stop at different points and learn about what happened here. Um, you can see where some of the battles were held. There's a lot of historical markers as well. Um, statues and things. There's actually an old fort. Um, it will probably be closed. It, it, like where you can go in and walk around the grounds, the buildings will be closed. But okay. um, yeah, that that's all there. It's it's a it's very historical that way. So if, if somebody is interested in that, um, it's it's the the start of the walk is like literally around the corner from the uh, the hotel. So okay, so it's a good use of the extra day. That, that, yeah. that you get yeah yeah yep. all right um any other questions it, yeah, i know somebody's like well all my questions have been answered you guys are so thorough you're too good <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that susan is welcoming the americans in it's helpful yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and honestly it's such a you know there's our countries are so similar and yet there's such a divide and it's it's really frustrating um so yeah of course like yeah. we will, we, we, we love American writers and we definitely want, we're definitely about bridging those gaps, um, yeah. bridge, like bridging our countries. And there's yeah. like a literal bridge, right? <laughs> literal. <laughs> <laughs> right. One writing retreat at a time. That's excellent. That's excellent. Okay. Well, we need a lot of TLC. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we stuff don't... going on down here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I live out right outside of DC. So, um, and I know Andy, you don't live too far down the road from me too. So That's we right. get a lot of, we get a lot more than we want to um, being that close. <laughs> That's right. So, well, if we don't have any more questions in, I just want to thank everybody for watching either live or on the replay. I really appreciate you spending, you know, time to support the writing retreat sampler, and of course, Andy and Caroline's amazing retreat. Um, just want to let everybody know this is the final episode of season one. Um, season two, I'm still, you know, refining, figure out how I'm going to do that. But if when it comes back, it would be in the spring of 2024. Um, with, you know, hopefully more amazing retreats. But in the meantime, I'm starting a podcast. So because, you know, I'm not doing enough. But more information on the podcast will be coming up. And, uh, and yeah, just thanks for following me. Thanks for supporting the Writing Retreat Sampler and the Writing Retreat Directory. I just, I'm just amazed at, not, I'm not even amazed at the writing community, but I'm thrilled that we have such an awesome writing community. So thank you so much. <laughs>